everybody. Welcome back to Pack Your Mics. We are the Top Chef Podcast from the creators of Read It, and we're back again for season 15. I can't believe we've been doing this for 15 seasons, guys. We've put a lot of work in. <laughs> yeah, 15 seasons. We've done it. We made it. This is the <laughs> Our podcast is now in syndication. <laughs> wow, I didn't think we were going to do it. It was rough around season 12, it but... <laughs> we made it through. This is actually our... Do you, do you know what season number this is for us? No idea. I was going to ask between like two four? and five. Four. I say four. It is the fifth season. So uh, Ezra, you were right, but you had a more cowardly range. Um, <laughs> between one and one hundred and twenty. <laughs> this is our, this is our fifth season of Pack Your Mics. Wow. Uh, the fifteenth season of Top Chef. Um, yeah, this is a lot. Good good work, you guys. Wow. Well, yeah. Ha. Ah, was it? <laughs> by volume yeah okay yeah fair enough certainly that but yeah we started way back on season 11 um jog your memory do you remember who won season 11 oh no was there someone we were not happy with was it was it was it nicholas that's right yeah oh man because I, I didn't remember who but i remember being unhappy so i figured that was my best guess because i don't yeah. think we ever like because it was like hosea but like we weren't around for hosea right so that's why i figured we weren't podcasting. We were around, yeah. yeah we we were alive, but yeah, we were not podcasting <laughs> we for alive. Hosea. We were just actually talking because Hosea is making an appearance on this season. Megan, I'm just talking about if Hosea yeah. was the original sin of Top Chef because I think Harold was a disappointment from day one. Oh well, if the original sin of winners, yeah, definitely he is not. But um, there's other people to sin for also. What do you think, Megan? I don't. I like. I think Hosea is the first. The first time I remember being like epically disappointed and is that because you loved uh, stefan so much that you wanted him to win <laughs> no it's because of carla, it carla yeah yeah, carla. It was, yeah it was just yeah that was just a horrible that finale. was back in the three-person yeah. finale days yeah i mean i remember at the time i mean i i mean here's the proof that i think harold and elon are both kind of disappointments from the show is that you i i, I could not tell you one thing about either of them spanish food presumably one of them who elon <laughs> i'm assuming elon uh yeah marcel is the one who lost to elon and then and tiffany lost to harold in season one anyway i i feel i feel like those were some of the there's been a, i guess there's just been a lot of losers that or a lot of winners we didn't care for a lot of losers who yeah. won that sounds too harsh that's not what i meant to say um anyway so this is season 15 and we are back um chris and tanya are uh, very busy with their lives but the show, Top Chef, decided to make it up to you guys, the listeners, by adding a Chris and Tanya to the chefs. Yeah. Chris. <laughs> Did you guys oh, notice that? Yeah. No. Well, I was too wrapped up in the Joes that we had. So. Yeah, <laughs> you were still swimming through a sea of Joes. Uh, yeah, they, uh, uh, there, there, is a, there is a Chris from Brooklyn, in fact. Wow. Uh, and, and Tanya's from Oakland. But... Um, yeah, we got a Chris and Tanya on there, so that'll help. They may be able to stop by the podcast at some point, but they're just real busy with their non-podcasty lives. But we have some other great guests. Um, so for those of you just joining us, I'm Alex, and this is Megan. We're here in Portland. Hello. And uh, we're joined by Ezra and Sarah in the Bay Area. Hello. Hello. And we, uh, we watch Top Chef, and we have sort of like a post-show brunch where we chat over it. 
Uh, we should have brought food for this. Uh, Sarah has a BLT. I have food, but I'm never not with never food. Never not eating. <laughs> so. We, uh, yeah, we, we, we do not have, have coffee. It's a, it's a lovely morning where we just talk with our friends uh, that we go way back with and, and talk about how fun Top Chef is. Um, let's start, I think we should start, you guys, with just a feels dump because it's been a while. It's not even been that mm-hmm. long, actually. I think the last one ended in March. It's been less than a year, but it feels like forever. Yeah, mm-hmm. it feels like a while. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I need a good feels dump. Yeah, we're due. We're <laughs> yeah. due for the dumps. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, so just so as Sarah, how do you guys feel like out of the gate right away? I am excited. I think this was a really strong first episode. I thought I liked a lot of the chefs and got a good feeling of who they are already, which doesn't happen all that often. I feel like first episodes are a lot of like, oh, there's so many people and I don't know who they are and what they're about. Yeah. Um, but they, there's some good some good personalities and some some good food and and it looks exciting. Totally. I, I think uh, uh, somebody, let's see, Kay, uh, Katie on uh, Twitter said, I don't hate anyone yet. And I think that's a good summary. Usually the first season, there's at yeah. le- the first episode, there's at least one person who grates on me. And this... I- I don't know if I like mustache Joe or uh, I can make a, a, a Italian beef, beef sandwich. sandwich Joe. Really? Like, I don't know like if Joe I like mustache or Southside Joe. I don't know if I like either of those Joes that much at this point. I I, that's. I mean, yeah, I'm not in love with the Joes, but like, I'm certainly not as irritated by the Joes as I feel like I have been in. Some I deeply seasons. appreciate though, like them being able to, like to cluster. Uh, so like, I, I like because like in the early days, right? It's the hardest thing. That, well, how can you keep 15 people straight? If there's actually like you know like true. just make several clusters of people, it, it makes it a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Plus, the double Joe allowed Padma her awesome joke in the quick fire, where she was like, "One of our favorite dishes was Joe," <laughs> and they were like, "Which yeah. one?" And she was like, "Both of them." I'm Padma. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> she was jokey, jokey. I loved it. <laughs> I do too. She's so fun. And I felt a little weird when uh, Joe Stash made the joke about how. Padma couldn't handle all of his, his meat. I thought that was yeah. embarrassing. But then I didn't want to see it twice also. But then Padma yeah. made the same joke like four times. Like Padma does never let a dirty joke go by on the show. So she was ready yeah. for it. And she's got in the preview, she's the one who said, I hope no one's allergic to nuts. Yes. Yeah, that's true. So Padma she, likes a good ball joke. <laughs> or even a bad ball joke. Padma's all Yeah, in. I mean, I don't know. What, what is the difference really? <laughs> Uh, Megan, what's your feels dump? How do you how are you feeling? I like it. Yeah, I um, I have been. I don't know. I've just been enjoying this first episode. Does do you feel like it's been a long time or a little time since we last watched Top Chef? I think it's been a long time. Yeah, yeah. it's it's surprising how much I forget. <laughs> <laughs> is that is it? Do you think it's partially because of like what twenty seventeen is? So we're all aging in dog years right now. Uh, yeah it's been a long time since march Mm -hmm. it has remember march when we were a little happier no we were really sad (laughs) in march March too yeah we didn't know that we were gonna get sadder yeah guys this is this is the peak right here also (laughs) just want to let you know no I remember fondly when everyone was like wow 2016 was the worst year ever and i'm like you know it was just the last like two months of 2016 we've mm-hmm. had a whole terrible year of 2017 remember when when yeah it was bad when a couple of celebrities died but now everybody you've ever liked is a is a terrible person and that's almost worse and we also yeah. still have the good celebrities dying as well yeah oh, yeah man. people are still dying and now everyone you know is also a jerk but <laughs> but we got rid of charles manson finally <laughs> you did that that was you I'm just, I'm just that was 2017 oh yeah 2017 mm-hmm. did it 
I mean, yeah, we, that's the, the year-end list never lists all the bad people who died. This well, is a weird maybe we turn. should take stock. Uh, well. That would be a really interesting memoir like, <laughs> video. <laughs> On the, the Oscars, is like, we finally got rid of. Thank God. <laughs> well, so my my feels dump about this season so far, I... I I feel like I've rarely been as excited for a season to start. I don't know what it is. I think it's a lar- It's about Colorado, partially, um, as we're definitely going to talk extensively about. Megan and I have spent a bunch of time in Denver. Uh, both of my sisters live in Denver, and uh, there's so there's at least a couple of very cute kids in Denver as well. Mm-hmm, we have mm-hmm. some of our favorite toddlers. It's highly intelligent too. Real smart, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> but yeah, I've, just, I've spent a lot of time there, and so it, it's fun seeing stuff that I recognize. Also, just their their sweeping shots of the mountains are really beautiful. It's, it was just—it was a nice feel to a season. Um, I, I, I mentioned to my sister that I thought I recognized everything that they showed in the season, and she's like, "Really, that warehouse out in nowhere that they're cooking in?" <laughs> Fair enough. But I do recognize the uh, cheesy architectural styles of Denver in the exposed wood planks attached to nothing inside that warehouse kitchen. Mm. Wow, it's observant. Yeah, but I just—I <laughs> get that a lot. Um, I uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm stoked about it. I. I was ready to be so mad about the Last Chance Kitchen, and I'm not. I don't know. Yes. You had all this umbrage was like stocked up. You just couldn't get it, couldn't get it out, and, sh- and play it in time. I didn't. I feel like I didn't need it. I feel like I got like I kept my powder dry. It was nice. That's the Megan, saying, right? About it. Or does your powder? Yeah, get that's wet? I don't, I don't the know. Powder, powder is just powdery. Depends what you want with powder. Um, Megan, <laughs> what were you thinking about it? Uh, last Chance, good. Yeah, let's good? talk about Last Chance. I don't know. I I the jury is still out for me. I cuz I don't know I don't know where they're going with this. Like <laughs> yeah. Like let's say one of these returning chef testants, you know, keeps going. Well, let's never say chef testants, but let's say the rest of that. <laughs> um like are they just going to get to the finale and like all of a sudden like Marcel's there? <laughs> like that would be so weird. <laughs> and then Marcel wins season <laughs> That would be, that would be really for the chefs who's just done 15 episodes with without him without and then just marcel beats you're like what i didn't even where have you been it's like no i've been in a smaller warehouse i've done 15 episodes of my web only show i don't know yeah so i'm just i'm curious to see where it goes Um, even if they were to add them somewhere well so i was mad because i so they dropped if you haven't watched uh um the uh the after show which was a before show this time last chance kitchen i have previously loved it i think it's been one of the best additions to the show not necessarily the way the rules work it's just it's it's casual tom where he lets his hair down and it's uh and the challenges are always just like spot on and i love the bullpen of eliminated chefs who have to hang out and they're just like into free food Yeah, that is a fun part. It's good fun. I, and they yell and they sometimes hang out and drink. Um, slight, slightly awkward conversation with the chefs who can't hear them like over their blunders. Yeah. Certainly that. Um, <laughs> All blunder talk is great. <laughs> that could be the... We could do a separate podcast that's just about... This, it comes out after this show and it's called Blunder Talk. <laughs> and we just play a blunder sound and then try to yell over it. I'm just uh, yeah also just, like give someone like a, a task like with you know like a, a very strict time limit and just try to like ask them to slow down their thinking about it or like second guess people during that yeah. time that's always fun as well. I love it or we take some whatever the worst mistake you made on the podcast is and you have to redo that segment mm-hmm. anyways yeah. so I love last chance kitchen and so then they announced there's a last chance kitchen that's coming out before the show starts and it's featuring four returning chefs and I was real sad 
because <laughs> one of the things we agreed on last year was that the returning chefs, although delightful, made the season feel unfair because they just yeah. beat all the new chefs really quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it felt like it felt like well, if you're going to bring in four old chefs, also, I don't want to see most people who have been on the show before again. I just want a new slate of chefs. But then the contestants are Jennifer Carroll, Kwame, Marcel, and Leanne, which is a real interesting panel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I thought we were done with Marcel. Never. <laughs> he will always be there. I, yeah. He was not surprising, but the other three, I was, I was a little surprised. Well, so both Marcel and Jen, this is their was their third appearance because they were both on season eight All Stars. Um, but is it really just the third? Yeah, appearance? I feel like Marcel is just like there like every day of my life. They might, I want to, they might have been in duels or something else. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. But I th- here's the thing, Marcel, I don't hate him. Yeah, he was fine. He was so he was totally fine. Although, and actually, I feel mostly bad for Marcel because Marcel's big thing, um, which you guys saw a little bit. So you guys missed the first episode, the pre-episode, but then you saw the one after yeah, the show, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So Marcel <clears throat> came out and he was like, "I've changed. I no longer do any of that chemistry stuff. I do, I do real food." And it just felt like Marcel had really internalized the bullying from the first time he was on the season. Oh no! And that broke my heart. But Tom was because everybody was like great we love real food everyone was so into it but he seems fine i think he's more just like trying to stay current and gastronomy is not cool right now so yeah he, he had a good application of uh, liquid nitrogen yeah he did he used it to a great effect in the in that episode but he i thought he was fine i thought he was very likable i love leanne so if you, do you guys remember leanne from season one and then she became a producer for like five seasons and created all yeah. the challenges for the first half of the show that's what I remember, too. I was telling us. I don't know if you remembered that, but I was saying, yeah, she was a producer. I didn't think she was anymore. No, she's like, not. She left the show a yeah. while back, but and now she's she's pregnant uh, and just got married and uh, it's just like celebrating all the life changes by being on a Top Chef web spinoff. It's very strange. Yeah, um, well, that's where you celebrate life changes, for sure. <laughs> and we loved Kwame and we thought Kwame didn't get enough. Yeah, we really yeah, sad Kwame to see Kwame go. Yeah, for sure. Um. I'm excited about those four, except that they have been very unclear what the rules are. They've not said do all. So they eliminated one of the four. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jen Carroll did not continue, which I feel fine about, except I feel bad that Jen Carroll has to stick around for another month for a show she's not on. I mean, I think he probably still got paid for this. I assume. Yeah, she's making she is speaking. So she's she's not an extra. She does have to speak in the back. Uh, but she, uh, so she's gone. But everybody else, it, do they all four cook until the finale? Are they going to send them in? I thought it was going to be four chefs cook, one gets back on the show. But it's not. They keep going for a while. We have no idea when they're going to get back on the show. Yeah, and it seems like they're doing that on purpose. Like they really want, you know, they really want Last Chance Kitchen to be this surprise for us. Um, I I, so we don't even know. Though I do like rules. Yeah, yeah it, would, it would kind of help to know like what the stakes are for Last Chance Kitchen, yeah. and like you know, even if even if there was a little bit of a surprise, like who it was going to be, and maybe what episode mm-hmm. they'd go back in, it would just be nice to know like where. Yeah, what's happening? <laughs> what are the yeah. parameters here? And maybe yeah. if the, if you think the rule explanation would be too long, just put a ranch dressing commercial in the middle of it. <laughs> just this, these are the rules of Last Chance Kitchen, brought to you by Hidden Valley Ranch, and then just you can go back. 
Yeah, how they always like sort of like make it a 60 second recipe that clearly has like at least 15 minutes of prep behind each ingredient. (laughs) Did you guys do do you guys catch this? They do this every year. Um, the, 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 the ranch dressing ad, the, the ranch dressing ad. Yeah. It's like 15 second, uh, 15 second recipes, pour pre-cooked bacon into like, it's all like, well, that's not, (laughs) you don't get to decide that the 15 seconds starts after the cooking. Yeah. 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 There's no way you can get bacon like in, in less than 15 seconds. You can't get it in the fridge. Start within the last 15 minutes of the recipe. (laughs) It's so cheating. Anyway, uh, so I would like to know, but I'm still excited, and I enjoy. And Marcel has been killing it so far. So in the first episode, uh, what did they all do? Though the first episode was show us what you're cooking now, what your food has become. Mm-hmm. And his food was super good. And then in the second challenge was a potato challenge, and he just made the best French fry Tom has ever eaten and homemade yeah. mayonnaise. How do you stay mad at that guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, his hair. But his hair is a little better than it used to be. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. He's internalized all of the criticism. All from in the all, show. he's on the up and up. Uh, well, this, is, this is such a weird petty thing for me to be picking on. But yeah, like I, I'll, it'll, maybe, I'll, maybe I should watch the first episode of Last Chance Kitchen. Uh, maybe that'll that'll be like the more sophisticated building one. Since it seems like you 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 are not known for liking people preliminary like 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 that's not your primary like aspect alex so like if you have come around not my default setting yeah (laughs) all right i'll see if i can get there yeah Yeah. i'm I'm usually more of an opt-in than opt-out kind of person Mm. and you seem like as you definitely opt out on people if you have to but you start on the team it's a it's a very difficult uh like uh unsubscribe process i think as well where it's like you really have to do a lot of because you're always worried they're gonna get an email yeah uh, uh well let's okay. let's talk about the episode now so uh that out of the way uh we're in denver colorado uh which they uh they never referred to as golden colorado so maybe that's just a marketing term um for cores but um <laughs> i, I want to think, think of it as golden, golden colorado golden colorado place maybe it's go- golden the place. well i think golden is also a place that could be part of the problem um but they're in they're in uh beautiful up-and-coming hip cool denver having a food renaissance currently and there are too many chefs on tv as usual to start out a season there's always too many chefs on the tv there are i, I like that they didn't do like the you go home right now like yeah. uh, high stakes oh, thank that's, goodness yeah. i agree that's the other thing yeah. is it feels like they they avoided some pitfalls of episode one they didn't do mm-hmm. a surprise elimination mm-hmm. the oh, the the quick fire challenge uh to start out was cook us anything you want but just make a lot of it Mm-hmm. Which is super yeah, fun. Yeah. And do, sloppy plating. Yeah, sloppy yeah. plating. Yeah, what Slop- a great opening challenge. And I love the potluck idea. So they actually got to taste each other's food. Yeah. And it, and it wasn't like, you know, crazy food made from a vending machine. It was like, yeah. you know, food that really people got to showcase what they wanted to showcase. And I thought that was a really cool idea. So you ca- you kind of got to get a sense for your fellow contestants. And even though there was, they did have to vote on their, their top and bottom choices and they, they couldn't vote for themselves and it was blind. So it felt like they were actually probably pretty fair about it. Mm-hmm. And the people who they, the chefs picked for the top and bottom were also agreed on by the judges basically. So mm-hmm. it felt like everybody was being really earnest and mm-hmm. yeah, I love the idea of them chasing everybody's food right at the top. And I like them hanging out and eating together. I don't know. For a minute, it felt less competition-y. For a second, it was just like these incredible chefs are throwing a crazy dinner party. Mm-hmm. 
and we're not yeah, really I invited, like but we can see through no. the window. <laughs> it was, it was a really cool. nice way to start out, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I would have liked other like potluck type things, I guess. Maybe like, so, like if I'd one like of them like, brought fruit salad because they'd forgotten to make something real. Yeah, someone picks up some like soda from <laughs> yeah. the store. Yeah. Like yeah, I, and I'll sign up for bringing the plates. I brought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty good. Yeah, or just like someone brings like a bottle of wine but doesn't get like opened, uh, so they take it back home with them afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. All of them took their own. They were like, make sure they labeled all the Tupperware before they put out the food. Yeah. And they're, or they're just like trying to like push it like the dessert on each other where it's like, it's like oh, like, yeah, I don't need all of this. I like, want to take this home. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just like, I don't know, please, just you take some, just leave it. Oh, well, really? I have to, uh, okay. You didn't like it? Uh, no, I, I did, I did. <laughs> oh, they all have like, uh, or like two of the dishes have gluten free written on masking tape next to it. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of good potluck stuff they didn't get into yet, but maybe, maybe we'll have another potluck episode. Go back to mm-hmm. it. I thought it was fun, and I do love an open ended challenge, especially to start the show. Um, just just cook something. Introduce yourself. And um, also, we got you know we got a cast of characters. We didn't really meet everybody really well, um, but so obviously the Joes were fun. Southside Joe and Joe Stash both jumped out. Joe Stash the third. Joe Stash the third. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, true. It is Joe Stash the third. Uh, there's also uh, I I like so there's a Bruce with the beard who's from Hollywood mm-hmm. and also looks like he's a producer. So I'm calling him producer Bruce. Yeah, I was trying to do Perbrucer and I couldn't make it work. Um, there's a lady from Denali who's like, sometimes a moose eats your cabbage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How did someone characterize her as like a fine Alaska lady or something? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, it was a, uh, yeah, one of the guys is really into watching some Alaska. Oh, yeah, yeah. He loves the, the, the Discovery Channel show. show, Alaskan Bush People. <laughs> That was that was a borderline weird thing to say. I'm sure it was out of context. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, but I definitely went like, huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, mm-hmm. I watch a couple Discovery Channel shows about Alaska, so I get it. That's not the weird part. The weird oh, okay. part is that he was like, I watch all these shows about Alaska, and she seems like a fine Alaska lady. Yeah, but like yeah, yeah. he had this like glint in his eye that was kind of like yeah, I don't know. We'll yeah, see. I agree. It's a little weird. It's weird too. It is hard to get tone from like these butchered interviews, but um, yeah, yeah, that was that was a little weird. Um, we also have two local chefs, uh, Carrie from Denver and Brother Luck, uh, yeah. whose restaurant yeah. sadly is not Brother Luck's Traveling Salvation Show. <laughs> um, but he's from he's thing. from the Springs. Um. Oh. Okay. That's that's pretty close. Yeah, it's forty five minutes or an hour. Um, All right. It's also where uh, Focus on the Family is located, and yeah. um, uh, they have a uh, play area. The Air Force Base. Okay. Yeah, it's also a huge Air Force Base. An but amusement park. They have like yeah. a. They have the the Focus on the Family has the worst amusement park I've ever been to, but it does Ooh. include a soda fountain that was kind of fun. So, was it the best soda fountain you've ever seen? And I mean, no, park? certainly not. They were too focused on the family to care uh. about the business. <laughs> I assume. Um, Should have got to focus on the business. We're focused on the soda. <laughs> Separate soda. Welcome, next. welcome to our headquarters. Focus on the business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a big, a big military town. Um, oh, fun Colorado Springs story. So, uh, there's a comedy club there that is uh, not great, and I was one of the first places I worked, and they put you up in this apartment building. And when I checked in, the guy was like, uh, just so you know, you don't have to use your real name here. Mm, and I was huh. like, that seems weird. <laughs> Why would I not want to use my real name? And he's like, we get a lot of people who are running away from stuff. 
And well, like uh, emotionally or like, I don't, yeah, I don't know if it's, I got the impression the it was like an apartment building for people who are AWOL from the military, but that on the lamb, on the lamb. Yeah. yeah. It was just, I've never had someone uh, like that confidently tell me he didn't want my real name. It was weird. You wanted to, you wanted to make you feel safe. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's pretty nice. Like I, I feel mean, safer when I'm like the government knows I am somewhere. <laughs> really? White privilege, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> second from a dog. Look, you guys, the grid has been really good to me. I'm going to stay right on it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I'm so great, but like honestly, the government just been nothing but good. Like, <laughs> I feel yeah. like I deserve all these things that are happening to me, though. You're right. You guys are right. Um, the winner of the quick fire uh, was Tu Fu, uh, Tu David Fu from Oakland, who made a salad, who made a very confident Vietnamese yeah. salad that people loved. I was so worried because he was worried. He was worried. And he's, you know, he's where we're from, Oakland, Oaktown. Just kidding. I don't really live there, but I feel like I I do. Do you really say Oaktown? Well, I don't because I don't live there. But the people (laughs) who do live there have have Oakland Some people who do live there could say it and it would be fine. I don't deserve to say it because I don't live there. Right. But you guys are We've spent a lot of time there. Yes, I do. And we do live like 10 minutes away. But I was worried because I wanted him to do well. And he was worried. And it was a salad. And usually salads are not a good idea. But yeah, yeah top. It's a top really great. good salad. Well, but it, the reason he had to make a salad for the spotlight is because his last name fell between L <laughs> and R. Um, Caleb wanted to let you guys know that dogs get colds too. They Dogs do. Get cold. Oh yeah, and then they yeah, sneeze he, and stuff. Yeah, he yeah. he was watching. Uh, so he's watching Bubble Guppies uh, season three. Yeah. And, uh, um. And yeah. Uh. Anyway, he wanted to let us know that dogs get colds too. That so that's just oh they get I colds, think, not they get cold. Uh. I mean, they could do both. They probably can. He was telling us yeah. about the colds. Either way, it feels like he's learning empathy, which I enjoy. Uh. No, he's just cackling hilariously. <laughs> <laughs> just really, really pleased that they won't stop now. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, have you guys been to the restaurant of Two David Fu or Tanya no. Not Pictured Holland? No, and I hadn't heard of either of them, unfortunately. So now we're going to have to Have we heard of San Francisco and the Crudo Bar? Um, yeah, so then the other woman, local woman from our neck of the woods. Melissa, first Melissa, out. Uh, yeah, from Bar Crudo. And I have heard of Bar Crudo. I've never been there, but... Um, it's supposed to be good. I don't, it's not like... Oh, yeah, it's a note, but we never really went there. Yeah, Definitely it's not like no great, potatoes, great reviews, though. but... Like, literally, the, the place is... Like, the, the, the part of town is called Nopa, which could be short, short for no potatoes. <laughs> it should be now. <laughs> it could be, yeah. It, it almost certainly is. I can't think of another yeah. explanation. Not north of Panhandle. Panhandle. Definitely about potatoes. And um, so she's from no potatoes. Uh, <laughs> there's also... Uh, Rogelio, also not pictured, is also from San Francisco. Yes, we did not see very much. Oh, of him. was that a commissary? Yes. So the commissary, I've, I don't think I've been there unless that's where we had brunch on my birthday last year. You got near there. I don't know. I pass it. I pass by it <laughs> all the time. On my birthday, time. I always have brunch near commissary. I, I pass by it all the time. I know exactly where it is, and I know it's supposed to be really good. Um, so I'm excited about. And Rahelio is the one who worked at the French Laundry for like ten years, right? Um. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah you I think did I say that. that. that I believe so. Yeah, yeah, but so we we Rogelio and Tanya especially just uh, not included. In, they might not even have been paid for this episode. Like we do not know who they are or what they do. Uh, Tanya, I believe we didn't even see a moment of her dish in the elimination. I can't remember seeing anything she did. 
Um, so yeah. right in the middle. But on the on the for the quick fire, uh, two one, and down near the bottom was Melissa first out, and she um, undercooked her potatoes. Which, as yeah. you guys know, the first of three times she screwed up potatoes in her Top Chef uh, run. She's 0 for 3 on potatoes. Yeah, oh, all right. I, I thought it, she did okay on the... I mean... She wasn't bad in the... The elimination, she the mashed elimination, the she potatoes. Made, she, made, you know, she made a pure potato puree and they did not care for it. Oh, I thought, well... It was cold. But I think that the bigger pro- the bigger problem was with her protein, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she, she so I think that, that I think she messed up on the potatoes in the quick fire and then, like, got too, like, focused on potatoes in yes. the second two challenges, mm. and that led to her neglecting her protein. It feels like if there's, like, a video game of her time, of Melissa's time on the show, it's like, at the end of each challenge, the potato gets away with the princess again. She's got, like, <laughs> oh... The, the potato princess is in another castle and she's got to keep running off and it kept eluding yeah. her so she made a soup I mean, and undercooked the potatoes which she knew mm-hmm. yeah yeah she seemed to know all of the issues of all her food yeah which i i like and and especially because they asked this is the awkward part is that all that they asked all the other chefs uh, please tell us tell the person who was on the bottom give them some constructive feedback and everyone looked around really awkwardly and then someone was like the potatoes were a little undercooked and she was like yeah that's fair mm-hmm. yeah yeah, that was interesting that Padma, I think, opened up the, the floor for yeah. some feedback and we heard all of one person who yep. was like, well, the potatoes were undercooked. And then like all the other feedback came from the judges. I think people weren't really stoked to jump in first yeah. episode with some criticism. I think that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I happily not say anything in that moment. Yeah. Also, there's like, this is the time when you're trying to build friend friendships, you know, especially if you're uh, two. Well, unless Especially you're here to make yeah. friends, yeah. Yeah, two is here to make friends, friends, right? You guys, absolutely, yeah. There should uh, have we talked about the 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 just other reality show where it's just how many friends you can make, <laughs> and that's that's how you win. I'm not here to cook. <laughs> I'm here to make friends, and then also win because of that. Oh yeah. right, I'm man. I'm not here to make friends, but I have to because I'm here to win as well. <laughs> it's complicated. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, Okay, so that, that's enough of the quick fire. I guess let's talk about the elimination challenge. So they were hanging out on Larimer Square, which they called Restaurant Row, and I remember as being kind of an outdoor mall. Um, but uh, hard, hard of Denver, and they are ma- they're doing an outdoor food tent block party. This is mm-hmm. the second party of the day. They've had a very busy, uh, busy time. Yeah, two, two yeah. social events is actually way too much. It's uh, exhausting. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, even for a weekend, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, uh, yeah, it is, I guess it is technically a weekend for them, but yeah, it's just a, it's just a nice little outdoor mall where there's a lot of flags hanging and there's a bunch of good restaurants and, uh, Carrie, the Denver lo- local was like, I used to work on this block for like 10 years, mm-hmm. which must make it really strange to be there in a tent with a film crew around. I mean, it's weird to be most places in a tent with a phone crew, I'd say. That's true. So, that's true. But especially some places I mean, you Because if you don't know the place, then it's like, this has always got a tent and a film crew. <laughs> that's the that would make it less disorienting for you totally i'd rather be comfortable i think i'd rather be like you know i'm at look i'm at my like childhood bedroom and there has happens to be a tent and a phone crew oh like, no safe because there's no monsters in the bed oh that's a terrifying nightmare of the world that's not better really? is that better ladies i don't know Megan? has good yeah. smells i don't know it does sort of like it sort of messes up your associations with a place like yeah. right if you have a lot of like really great memories in that right. place and then you lose 
you know, that day, that's that's yeah. got to be a little tough. Yeah. Sarah? Okay. Do you want yeah. a tent in front of crew to be an unfamiliar or a very familiar setting? I mean, I think go all out, make it unfamiliar. Yeah. That way you're not confused. That's what I'm saying. Sorry. I'll, 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 all right. No, I'll just say I'll want a place where I'm never going to go back to, but it's a place that I've been before and I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> sure. If you get to specify all that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's making the rules of this hypothetical? Anyway, keep going. Uh, so they, uh, yeah, so the, they're just cooking outside. That's the big thing. 200 people. Um, and, uh, the because the, the challenge is because Denver is known as a meat and potatoes kind of town, you have to cook meat and potatoes, uh, which apparently elevated. Yeah, elevate. Yeah, you should you should elevate it. Yeah, because they're yeah, cause high elevation. Yeah, they're high up. Yeah, give it like um yeah some good like lung capacity also. <laughs> I am sure that altitude is going to become a major character. I was wrong in guessing that it was on this one because as as soon as uh, I had been originally thinking that the guy from Connecticut was going to be first out. Um, Oh, I, I'm, I was going to call... <laughs> Megan doesn't oh, want me to nickname him uh, CPAP Tyler, but that's what I want to call him. Because um, he had that long discussion about how there was a room with just uh, two oh. guys with CPAPs had to share... They were sharing a room because yeah. so no one else would have... Except for a guy who they were like, he's big, he's going to need one later. <laughs> he might as well get used to it now. Yeah, he was, right. he was really fun about it. He was. Anyway, so CPAP Tyler... I, know, I don't know if that's the name I'm going to go with. Yeah, I think I'd like to you are totally it's outvoted here. I know about aspiring Bruce Willis, uh, Tyler. Like, no. Or Connecticut, Tyler. I mean, I, I was calling him first out for a while because he's from Connecticut. I just assumed he couldn't survive, but then he totally Oof. destroyed in the elimination. So. Yeah, he won, right? Yeah. He, uh, yeah. I believe he won. That sounds right. He sure did. He did. You're right. Yeah. Um, I would just have his winner, Tyler. well and they did you know they do say that uh the first the whoever wins the first challenge goes on to win the series which is i did i i checked this out and it's uh six out of 14 times that has happened which is above yeah Yeah, above chance oh yeah so he's like 50 50 to win at this point despite being from connecticut and i think cpap's a cute name and i don't mean it in a bad way at all i know a bunch of people cpaps i think it's fun it's a it's a normal thing do to they have. Th- or do they think it's fun? Yeah, they're well, I know two different comics have jokes it? about how they have CPAP machines and their wives think they look like cool villains and so they get really excited. Okay, but if they're comics, they have jokes about everything. So like that's, that's not really fair. That's largely true. I don't talk that's about like, my insecurities. No, you should, man. They're really funny. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh I was gonna say, oh, uh other things about the meat and potatoes challenge. Apparently chicken is meat enough for them. That's fine. If it's delicious, yeah. Oh, if it I was going to say. I was going to say the altitude. I was sure. So I thought Tyler was going to go out, and then as soon as Denali said she was making a yeasted bread in the oven, I assumed she was done because making a bread is a is a curse anyway. But you're now you're baking at altitude. That, and then I pointed out that she's from Denali National Park, which but, is literally the highest mountain. In the United she's States. Not a, she's not a baker at the peak of that mountain, <laughs> Megan. She, we don't know her elevation normally, and a, an elevation change is hard for bread. But she would at least be aware of... I mean, it was a flatbread, though, right? So, like, well, she, like, she ended up having to switch to a flatbread because the, there were not yeah. enough ovens. There were too many chefs for our ovens. But I, was, I love that. I love that as like the train of like, hey man, sometimes a moose eats your cabbage. Like I can rule with anything. Mm, um, true. Yeah, it was pretty great. <laughs> that was another That's reason like, why I feel like she's not long for this show either, though. 
That was her like because like when when she doesn't have the challenge of moose eating her cabbages, like she how will she deal with like all this extra time? Yeah, yeah what if that's really... one of their challenges? What if they go out and there's a cabbage field and they're like, go the, cook these the cabbages challenge. and then all of a sudden you see these this moose come yeah, through I heard and of start eating. And she's like, I know very much what to do with this. <laughs> um, you t- you put I would the cabbage love in a pizza have... oven. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, no, I, can we have like a tattoo? I want. I wouldn't mind a tattoo, like just like a moose, just like be like, "Hey, man, sometimes the moose eats your cabbage." And it reminds me of like you know, roll with it, sort of like my yeah, zen, like a that's, that's smart. And the moose would be like, like shrugging, like, "What are you gonna do?" Yeah, yeah. So and then, and then like on the back is like sometimes the cabbage eats the moose, and it's the moose like running away in the back cabbage. That's the back of your tattoo. <laughs> yes, that's the back of me. This is a strong, expensive tattoo decision. Yeah, um, well, you know, go big or, or go home. Okay, Caleb chose this episode of Bubba Guppies now. Good. I hope the dogs are okay. Um, yeah, I can't imagine they're going to talk about dogs more. They, uh, they mostly like the the trouble seems like from people seems like pretty basic first day troubles. So like two, um, well, two's problem was fun because he gave away his pot. Like it, <laughs> oh, yeah. Two decided he's there to make friends. Would have given the shirt off his back, I believe, if someone had needed a strainer, like a cheese strainer or something. He was ready. <laughs> Two was there for you. <laughs> that's pre-seasoned. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like a that's not that's like a that's a fifty-fifty shot of whether you're helping or harming. <laughs> I was cheesecloth. Yeah. That's the word I was looking for. Well, he did have immunity. He did, and but yeah. he, I mean, he wasn't talking about that. Like he did seem like generally like a, just a very helpful guy. Yeah, um, he was helping. And- he got done early, which also makes me nervous. And was like, "Can I do some of the liquid nitrogen work for you, producer Bruce?" And he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like the idea though of just like, hey, if I'm, I want to, I want to do well in the quick fire, so I get immunity, so I can help all my friends, or, <laughs> or really nice so idea. I can get fourteen chefs owing me favors later. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, no matter what, that'll be a good thing, even no matter what happens with the, uh, you know, with the, with the competition, because one of those guys will win. So like, yeah. better to be having in with them. Yeah, I loved favor. it. I, I feel like he wasn't being like he wasn't being strategic at all. Just, just a nice dude. Uh, even though it ruined his dish because then he didn't have a pot and so he put a hotel pan straight on an induction burner and burned the crap out of his stew. So not too bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he lightly lightly seasoned with lightly scorched. Uh, burned, yeah, lightly scorched. I, just feel like, I feel like scorch is a word that you can't do lightly. Uh I wouldn't wouldn't mind a lightly scorched marshmallow. Mmm. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. I'd like, like a perfectly browned one if I could. Yeah, but you can't. It's literally impossible, right? <laughs> that is literally, no one has ever done that. Oh, man. Somebody should invent a fire that is small and round. Like, it's like a, like the potatoes that, uh, that from, from the, ah, uh, you know, it doesn't matter. I'm so curious. <laughs> what's I, Perfectly round potato fire? So I want I, the potato thing. I get rid of that. Get rid of that. Okay. So, you know, the, the metal molds that they sometimes use that are like a little cylinder? One of those, okay, yeah. that's, oh. but it's very hot, and you just slide your marshmallow exactly evenly in the middle of it, like you're oh, playing is it kind of like, like like a cat scan type thing, yes. but like with like that's but like, like roasts the marshmallow. It's a cat scan, but for a marshmallow, <laughs> <laughs> and like you know, cranks it up, right? Like, yeah. Instead, like, instead okay. of magnets, it's a light campfire. Yeah, I, I think I'm with you. I think everyone can I mean, picture this now. Tra- we got there. 
Yeah, well, that was a really smooth metaphor of this cat skin marshmallow that doesn't give a cancer uh, stuff. I so Great. what I what I was thinking of was Leanne in her or her uh, the second challenge on on Last Chance Kitchen. She made that shape out of a potato. I don't know why that was the first thing I thought of. Cat skin. Oh right? yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay. uh, so everybody's good analysis. Out, yeah. Uh, any other tops or bottoms you need to mention from the elimination? Um, oh, Tom hates burnt potato chips, man. Yeah. Yeah, and he kept Chefs getting like burnt burn potato them. chips. And he's like, and he's every single time he had the same comment. He's like, you know, when they get really brown like that, <laughs> yeah, he's good. sad about it. He's like, oh, yeah. I don't, I don't like it, man. Yeah. I don't like them when they're brown. I like them when they're good. Can you make me good potato chips, please? I like my potato chips good. It's oh, so- we didn't talk about. Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead, no, Alex. Please, first. please. Uh, I think her name was Fatima. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she had the the the, the chicken, the chicken uh, samosa. That looked mm. so good. But the, like, Tima made me so happy. She was nacho. we we loved when she was talking about Padma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because you hear like I mean every single contestant is always like, well, Tom is so great, and you know they 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 talk about all the credentials of all the different judges that um, come on, and I I feel like we haven't heard people talk much about Padma's career, and so just hearing you know her talk about. Uh, what Padma's done and how much it meant to her was was just really cool. Yeah, so Padma had a travel show on um, the Food Network UK. Is that what it was? I'm not sure. I wanted to say anyway. Yeah, Fatima watched her travel show a bunch as a kid and was like, "This is the only. It was the only South Asian personality on this cook on this Food Network that I had." And so to be able to cook for her is a really big deal. And then she made this like elevated version of a classic street food dish and Padma loved it and it was a beautiful moment and I also love that Fatima didn't say she wasn't like gushing at Padma oh my god you've meant so much to me like she said it in an interview and then she was just like with Padma she just held it together and was like I'm glad you like it it's just yeah. really yeah. really lovely proud. that was nice I liked that a lot um, and Melissa just made crappy meat yeah yeah Yep. And, and, we, and yeah. we, didn't, we didn't see a lot of chef's food, like you said before. Yeah. So understandable, but, you know, I'm, I'll be excited TV. to see that more. Yeah. Oh, and I was going to say, so um, the chef who won, was it Tyler? Yeah. Connecticut yeah. guy. Yeah. I, I you know, I, I was kind Some of whatever of about him. CPAP Tyler. <laughs> yeah. It's making the rounds, well, but. <laughs> something Tyler. I'm sure his name will become apparent as we get to know him better but what i did like about him was that he and we'll see if he sticks to it but he said he was going to make something new for every single challenge for the entire season yeah that's a terrible idea it isn't a great idea i i agree and i was very skeptical so far he's two for two yeah um so we'll see very early but i do kind of like the the chutzpah Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I like those big swings. And, but I, yeah, he's like, I was trying to hit home runs, not singles. Like, you know, you could like, if you just hit a lot of singles in a row, like that's that's equally good, man. It's, it, in fact, it's so, a, a lot better in a lot of situations because uh, yeah. people who hit a lot of home runs strike out a lot, and that's really unhelpful. And as I've said in every season of this show so far, you can't win Top Chef on the first day, but you can 100% lose. Mm-hmm. So but, uh, this is like, yeah. if you hit singles all season, you're going to win. It's like consistency is really important on this show. Yeah. Yeah. If you could hit singles 100% of the time, that'd be, you'd be the best player ever. Best player yeah. of all time. Absolutely. 
It's it's probably going to get him at some point, but it makes it interesting. <laughs> also, like you have a career of making dishes. Like I want to see you do the thing you're good at, not like come up with something on the fly in an hour every time. I don't know. I mean, unless that is his thing, you know, I think yeah. it remains to be seen. But if he's really just that good and that's that's exciting, then I'm okay with it. I just don't know yet. I, I'm just I'm I'm open minded to see and, and interested to see where it goes, but I am still skeptical. I am going to say. Neither CPAP Tyler nor Denali makes it past the third episode. What? I mean, Tyler just won. I know. We're losing both of them in the next two. That's bold. I will definitely bet against that. I think the next person to go is um, the Denver local. Is is that Melissa? Oh, Carrie. No, Carrie. 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 Carrie, and there's also Brother Luck. Yeah. Who's kind of. Yeah, I think. I think Carrie. I mean, she was she was in the bottom. I think both times. Yeah. Yeah, I think she, she was. Yeah, she and Melissa and her, were both in the bottom both times. Her I, food, I think, at least in this episode, was just not very focused, and I think she has a steeper top chef learning curve mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. the other chefs. Mm-hmm. So, but we'll see. Um, What's really interesting about cool. her is she really has like her demeanor is very calm. Yeah, she did like, not seem phased at all. Yeah, she's uh, she's really got this. Um, presence that's really interesting so anyway i'm i'm curious to see maybe after the sort of initial um you know first first episode jitters wear off i i don't know we'll we'll have to see can, can i can i make a bold prediction yeah an all wait, wait. joe finale oh, okay all joe <laughs> Uh, you have this tendency to make predictions as on the show for those people just joining Packer Mix for the first time. Ezra tends to make predictions that are either physically impossible <laughs> or not likely on the given the current show. Like I'm gonna guess they team up and they make <laughs> one dish, but they're wearing the same jacket. Anyway, like Ezra's, Ezra's uh, predictions are usually very. I, I bold. want that one also. Okay, and I'll do a finale, and then they, they decide the to jacket. split. Yeah, they were they were they were together. So it's just Team Joe, and they um they they uh, they are just actually they no matter who wins they just like they cut the they they split the the whatever the glad kitchenware money yeah. in half and they just I they're do. all together for the good of the Joes. I love that. I was just in a competition where and they only make I tried to make that deal with the with the other contestants. I love the idea that the last three people just agree that whoever wins you split the money evenly. Because the fall yeah. off from a hundred thousand dollars to zero dollars is pretty steep. Yeah, it's not a bad hedge. Uh, so did they not go for this? We got no, we didn't. The guy who eventually was going to win was like at the last second was like, I don't know, let me think about it one more day, and then he won that night, and then was not interested in talking about the deal the rest of the week. So, yeah, I can see why that and, happened. And then he won a hundred thousand dollars. No, ours was five thousand, and then two thousand for a second. But this is oh. this show is a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say, no, that would be, he made that decision. <laughs> yeah i like the i love the deal but anyway uh that's a good okay bold predictions megan oh um hmm. i'll give you i'll give you a hint for one you could do you could you could predict that denali lady is gonna do uh either better than i think or that she's gonna nail something that has to do with uh altitude will she make a baked alaska <laughs> important she, question she, yeah that is an oh, important question Denver, because is she going to be a baked alaskan because uh, there'll be definitely a pot challenge one day right yeah 
I think it's going to be interesting to see if she does a baked Alaska. Cause the thing about baked Alaska is that I don't like it. It's really bad. And uh, so it seems like the perfect thing for her to make, but also I think that it's a gross dessert. So what? it'll be. So, so, that's, so is that the ice cream with like the meringue around it? Yeah. No. I just. Yeah. I it. That you like light on fire. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I, I think the lighting on fire is cool, but I yeah, think it, by anything. at the end of the day, maybe it's a, maybe it's a meringue problem or maybe it was just the one baked Alaska I had was like way too sweet. I didn't it's care for either. I was there. Yeah. Um, I, I like know. the idea that they're, that the only way is thinking through is like, you know what? I could make this. But Megan doesn't really like it. So yeah. This is a tough one for me. Yeah. No, she's thinking, I'm, and, you know, and she's used to like adapting to things like that, you know. It's yeah. Like the moose eats your cabbages. The moose eats the cabbage. Yeah. I can't wait so to So she'll, she'll probably make like a wood fired baked Alaska, baked Alaska or something. Uh, right. Or uh, she was going to make a baked Alaska, but then um, they're missing the meringue. So she has to do like a baked northern Canada. Ooh, or she can like send it through like the CAT scan machine, right? And they're like, yeah, perfect. perfect. <laughs> my invention available in my store. Um, What's Sarah, this do you store called, Alex? Alex's store. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Rebrand. Tells the whole story. Uh, CPAP Tyler's uh, Emporium. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> Sarah, do you have a bold prediction? Oh, um, let's see. Sure. I'll say that Fatima's going to win the next elimination challenge. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would be so delightful. Do you guys think that uh, Tyler's going to win the whole thing? Because he won? Six out of four? No. I don't have no. a good feeling about that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say yes, despite it being an all joke. Tyler will actually win. an enigma. Classic. Um, <laughs> the will cancel themselves Tyler. out. All right, you guys. It's time for a... No, it's got to do it. Dramatic pause. <laughs> it's time for mailbag. Mailbag. Oh, mailbag. Um, or if you don't like that ding sound, ding sound. Do the ding 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 dong song. The mailbag. They are going to love it. It is less objectionable than the other one, which I still can't find. I have no idea where I got that sound effect originally. It was disappeared it real? from the internet. Yeah. <laughs> No idea. Anyway. Just uh, take a sound clip from one of our past episodes. We're laughing over all of them. Yeah. <laughs> or, or Chris is mad the whole time. <laughs> the sound of Chris fuming. So that's, this is the mailbag. You can get in touch with us in a variety of ways. Uh, at Pack Your Mics on Twitter. Facebook.com slash Pack Your Mics. Uh, you can send us an email. Podcasts at, podcasts at read-weave.com. And you can just go to our brand new shiny website, PackYourMics.com. We have huh. by far our nicest looking website that we've had. Um, I've built a new website for us each of these five seasons we've done, and I like this one the best. Um, See, that's handsome. Hard. Do you have alternate Ooh, spelling? That's nice. It's lovely. Do you have alternate spelling of Mike's? Because that's a tricky one. Yeah, we do own Mike's M I C S and M I K E S. So if nice. you thought that this show was about people named Mike, <laughs> wait, it didn't work. But we'll let you. Yeah, fix wait. That. Pack your mics with a K E goes to openyourmics.com. Oh, really? Man, yeah, I don't think you own that, man. What? Maybe we just open own. Your mics is, Open your mic is nothing. 
Um, oh, weird. Hey. Very we own we own a we do own a couple alternate spellings, just maybe not that one. Um, anyway, so just like really bizarre uh, alternate spellings. <laughs> maybe it's just M I K S. I don't no, know. That one mixed. goes nowhere. Also, oh <laughs> well, it shouldn't go somewhere. Anyway, we'll solve this problem it's later. Redirect. Okay. It's a really nice. This is a really nice thing when you spell it correctly, which is M I C S. Which you should be doing for all your websites. Honestly, it's not. I mean, that's you can't judge a website on whether or not you can spell. Yeah, I, right? <laughs> I agree. You should you should spell it correctly. I. This is one of my biggest pet peeves in the comedy world is when people say it's an open mic with a K E. Like, uh, does everyone goes up there? They they. <laughs> Take a look inside of Mike. I don't know. I just come on, that, you guys. That's 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 your best. That's your that's your most annoying thing about comedy. Yep. Like <laughs> that's the not the pet peeve. Yeah. Sometimes they make me pay for dinner. And those are like neck and neck. We definitely own M I K E S. Uh, oh, you messed up your redirect. Yeah, it's just the redirect is definitely wrong. If it goes to open your mic. Yeah, you redirect that to open your mics for some Which reason. Which makes sense if I you're very focused on that's opening mics. Us. Oh man, that's embarrassing. <laughs> uh, well, I'm fixing that. It's <laughs> so weird. Was open your mics the the other version of this show that you wanted to do? Where we go to a mic and open them up? I do not know, but now it's fixed. You you came home from a show and you were so pissed off that people were opening their mics. (laughs) Open them. Keep them open. Um, If you go to packyourmics.com, spell it however the heck you want, you'll see our beautiful new website and uh, where you can listen to all five past seasons of the show. And... You can contact us there using a web form if you like that sort of thing. You can also subscribe to the podcast and you can donate if you want to help keep the show floating down the tracks. Pack your mics. <laughs> I'm still laughing. Sarah's, you really broke Sarah on this mics thing. Alex. She's going to recover. I'm crying. I, should, I mean, now I guess we have to buy open your mics. <laughs> you definitely do. Before someone else does. Yeah. Oh, right. That's what I would do if I was somebody else. Uh, also, on that. also, uh, I spent way too long updating our logo, um, which you will not notice because it is just a slightly different microphone and a better shade of orange. <laughs> that's, that's Wait, how, it's gray. How, no, the the, the pack here is still orange, though. Uh, how long yeah. did it take you, Alex? Uh, I'd say f- I spent probably four hours, five hours. I was oh, really nice. obsessed with this microphone and uh, getting the right one. I just feel well, like in the time, example. you could have done more. <laughs> you know, if you're gonna yeah. go really basic, you have to make it really good. I think it is. I think it's yeah. perfect. Although, actually, I was just noticing. I was just noticing after this that uh, there, the logo of the top on Top Chef itself, the knife is much taller. Our microphone is a uh, little taller than the words, but their knife is huge. Yeah, that's true. Here's it's very slim too, though. Yeah, it is. It is. Slim. Uh, Alex, you see how the logo in the upper left, like the the pack your mics, like the font is different than the in the like the the, the middle part. I do see that. I would. I, I am very upset about that. I would love you to not mention it again because I haven't been able to fix it yet. <laughs> uh, well, I, I'm sorry, like to dunk on you for all these like you put really good earnest effort and making this look better than it deserves to be. Also, that uh, logo is it only. I, I let it slide for now because I didn't have chance to fix time to fix it, and it only pops out when the other one is mostly hidden. But if you go, oh, yeah, yeah. you have to kind of be careful. That's you have fine. to be trying scroll- to show it wrong. Yeah, if you don't like it, scroll down, guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is that's my moose eating my cabbage. If you don't like it, scroll down. Anyway, uh, this is the mailbag segment. Uh, 
bunch of good stuff in the mailbag. Thank you, everybody who wrote. Sorry, we didn't talk as much about how we were coming back. We didn't do. We were kind of radio silent the last few weeks because we weren't sure ourselves if we were going to be able to make the podcast work. But uh, we are back now, so each week you can send us stuff along the mailbag. And we have a new mailbag intern. Mm-hmm. Unpaid. Unpaid. This is Megan's mailbag. She's in charge of uh, of collecting all of the mailbag stuff now because she wanted to help. Wait, wait. The Meg bag? The mail... Meg? I think Megan's mailbag sounds real nice, but you could ruin it if you want. I'm just doing it from Alex's resume. store? <laughs> yeah, yeah, available in Alex's store. Um... <laughs> So, uh, let's see. First up on Twitter, at Pack Your Mics. Uh, oh, uh, so good friend of the podcast, or GFOP, um, Brian, who we will uh, we usually refer to as Dr. Pilot, mm-hmm. um, uh, who was doing, actually, he was doing a lot of work. He was trying to help us out, because he lives in Denver. He's my, my brother-in-law. And he uh, was trying to figure out which, t- which Whole Foods they went to. And he spent part of the mm. evening on Street View, looking at every Whole Foods in Denver, and could not narrow it down. So he'll at all let Which us know. They're all they're also like up for grabs. It could be any of them. I mean, I'm sure he narrowed it down. He was not able to identify it exactly, but um, he sent a, sent along a nice article that we'll put in the show notes from 5280 Magazine, which is a, a local Denver publication that I really like. That um, sent a person to the 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 party, the block party, and talked a lot about what it was like. Uh, and I, there's some really interesting stuff in there. One is that you're not allowed to approach the judges if you're a normal person, mm. which is yeah. for the best. Yeah, we're definitely reasonable. Um, so thanks, Doctor Pilot. Also, uh, at Jen Ellens said I wasn't sure what Colorado cuisine was uh, going to warrant uh, a season set there. What what part of Colorado cuisine was was there? But apparently, a lot of beef, and as we saw, some mountain goat testicles which is the part of the show that i'm least looking forward to i uh, misread her comment um as at first as a lot of beer which i think might also be true certainly yeah yeah, yeah. A huge brewery scene there uh mm-hmm. in, including in golden colorado but also like micro brews but and we know there's gonna be a pot themed something and yeah a lot of lamb oh yeah that's I gotta mean, be doing something pot like you can't ignore legal weed man. i mean it is legal there but like it's the show is a, maybe there'll be like a wink to it or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure they make jokes about careful. it. I'm, th- at least there'll be jokes. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a challenge that involved it in some way. Maybe it, maybe it, it'll be there's like there's no way like they're gonna have people like eating that or like no, no, no like, I don't like, think they're gonna make something it'll out of hash like, oil. I'm guessing it'll be like a, a quick fire that's like what is the snack like you like after a, yeah like a munchies yeah. snack. That's what they're gonna they're gonna do yeah, a munchies challenge. Yeah, and Padma will giggle about it. Yeah, I think one of our commenters mentioned that. that how how long before we get our munchies challenge? For sure, or just a munchies yeah. joke. Uh, well, um, and I'm so like ready for these lame jokes about how pot's legal there that when they were like, "How much time is left?" and someone said 4:20, I was like, "Ugh, yeah, you guys." I that too. Um, also, Jen added, uh, "I hope the, that the older woman rips Joe's mustache off for his comment about how it's cool seeing an older chef that can still cook." SMH. I don't remember that. I don't remember that at all. I don't remember that either, but I'm Jen, glad I didn't hear it because we would have also been angry. We would have been angry about yeah. that too. Also, 0 for 4 on us remembering it, so maybe you imagined it? I don't know. I hope you did. But I mean, you're shaking I mean, your head already, a, so I think you really, you probably did hear it. But That's a weird, yeah, that's probably real. How did we all miss it? That's so weird. I it feel like, weird. yeah. And who was, who was, who was he talking about? Was, did we see like a different version of it? Like, cause I, a different edit? 
Yeah, I don't know. The, was there like a, like a the more like, you know, like offensive edit yeah. that like we opted out of somehow? There was just so much happening. It's easy to kind of miss stuff. Also, yeah. every time somebody on the web signs something or puts SMH for shaking my head at the end of their tweet, mm-hmm. I have a friend whose initials are SMH. Uh, and so I always think, oh, Simon wrote that. And then he didn't. This is the same thing like the AF thing? Yeah, whenever, right? whenever people say there's something AF, I'm like, that's me. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, at... Uh, well, I'm just gonna say Alicia. I don't remember. Uh, oh, how Alchemy Girl? No, it's Oh, Alchemy Girl. Oh, Alchemy Girl. There it is. I found it. Um, at Oh, Alchemy Girl. It looks like Oh, Alchemy. Anyway, um, just uh, said off to a great start. Uh, I'm a I'm a fan of all three Top Chef alumni that are that are still in Last Chance. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I'm a huge fan of all of them. I'm so excited to see Kwame back. That's my favorite part because I feel like Kwame was. Uh, gunned down in his prime before i felt like he still had a lot lot to show us i was sad when he left yeah for sure he's definitely a favorite Mm -hmm. also i I think we briefly mentioned this last season because kwame had a real weird restaurant in dc that was like 300 dollars a person and uh it did not do very well and he kind of was like yeah we had a restaurant didn't go great opening a new restaurant now uh so I, i i'm intrigued to see more of what he can do i think he's really interesting that's a nice thing where it's like, if you don't have a good restaurant the first time, you just get another restaurant. <laughs> so easy. Sure, yeah. Uh, Catherine on Facebook said, uh, first of all, I have a deep need to know more about Amish soul food. I think we all do. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. We got to talk about this. We, we barely mentioned Butterfunk, but man, he's an interesting dude. Um, so uh, he is, Chris. this is Chris from Brooklyn, like our friend Chris from Brooklyn. Um, but he, he has a restaurant called Butterfunk in case you're wondering why I was calling him that. Um, but Butterfunk, uh, yeah, he's known for Amish soul food and everybody was like, "Mm, that's not a thing. And then they ate his dumplings and they were like, yeah, we all love Amish soul food. (laughs) All in on this Amish soul food. Yeah. Um, is this, this is all still Megan from the mailbag. This is all still Catherine. Mm -hmm. Good. Uh, Catherine had a lot, had a lot of great, uh, insightful comments here um last chance kitchen's major flaw has always been mathematical is it really a second chance for chefs who have to win nine plus rounds i mean i guess it's like a second chance but it i don't want it to be a a good chance i want a second chance to be like i want it to be a long shot right but still if you have like someone really good who like makes a dumb mistake in the first episode and goes out like it's very unlikely that they're gonna make it through every single round yeah, although I do, th- I mean, with four each week, if four each day, and only one advan- only one gets cut, it does seem like your odds of continuing are higher. Yeah, and that, I think that's what she's saying. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of fixed that. Oh yeah, 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 exactly. So she's, that, this seems a little better, but in practice, I'm not sure. Also, it doesn't surprise me that Marcel, who's been really into uh, reality competition over on Food Network since that first time, uh, did really well right out of the gate. What did you guys yeah. think? So in his, in his second round, uh, last chance, he made those perfect French fries, where he uh, he blanched them, then froze them in ni- liquid nitrogen, and then uh, fried them. Which I have heard is a strategy, and I've heard is really great for crispy fries, and they sound really good. They look they look great. Yeah, and, and they looked away. they looked good. I didn't think they looked like my mouth wasn't watering, which is saying a lot for like a pregnant lady well, who like reheated. Who would already eat ice cream the during yeah. the show <laughs> twice? Yeah. Maybe that was they on looked, you. 
they they looked pretty like yeah and i'm I, I believe that they were great but when i looked just by looking at the food i wasn't like oh wow marcel's definitely gonna win i was a little surprised they were really thick french fries yeah maybe yeah. that's why i don't yeah, love I, thick french fries. yeah i don't either mm-hmm. I, i'm up, up in the air about that but i do like the the strategy although i he he fried them not in the fryer but in a pot of grease that he made himself which he spilled all over the floor and was just like oh by the way there's some hot oil on the ground over there like just real casual about like a pretty serious hazard i thought anyway um uh one more thing from the mailbag uh j number one gfopj um uh said the highlight from was classic two uh says a contestant after they've been together for 20 hours which i enjoy yeah, it's like that's classic too. He's always helping everybody out. Yeah. Well, I guess it, yeah, that's totally funny. Um, although he did like help a lot of people in the first episode. He did. Like, yeah, it's become classic number. already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, I, I, one more from the mailbag. Jane says, "I never wondered what Top Chef would be like if it were directed by Zack Snyder, but I guess now we we know uh, given the season." Um, oh, the, the, the ramps and stuff. And oh yeah. The. Yeah, the real. I assume also like there's a, there was a lot of the slow mo, uh, f- of just like some flour falling <laughs> off a baking pan. It was yeah. just, they were really into it, which I didn't hate it. I thought it was kind of fun. Yeah, very artful. I hated it when it was like them walking in, or it was like, oh, just get inside, you guys. <laughs> Stop at the like speed up. But when it was like actually like f- some good cutting of something, I thought that was fun. Yeah. I thought they actually did that less with this episode. It was like you didn't see them walking in with all their groceries for ten seconds. Actually, yeah, on the on the on the um, like elimination challenges, they just got into it. They were all there, and like Tyler was just like chopping and cutting. Oh, that's true. Right. That we we didn't show them unpacking their bags. Yeah. Um, oh, and Jane also added that uh, they're they're sad that we started the season so late because we so we didn't get a a Thanksgiving episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorite uh, on the show but it, they started late because yeah. the last season ended in March like this is just back to back it wasn't a full year apart uh, that's, that's pretty standard I think for the last ones if, I, if, I, if, I, if I'm looking it's like it's been I think like in the Decembers for, for a little while I, I do it ended. they also broke the yeah. timeline because somebody said somebody mentioned it's summer in Denver that's true. Um, yeah. they, they can't pull one over us anymore on that, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, we know it's not summer in Well, Denver. can they? Okay, so can they, though? So we know it's not summer, but there was that, at the end of the episode, Tom is like, Last Chance Kitchen starts right now, and he like finds her in the apartment, but then it's oh, clearly right a later date when the cooking starts, so they're still trying to get one past us. Yeah. Man, they're sneaky. Oh, that is mm-hmm. sneaky. <laughs> so they did get one by you. All right, uh, that's that's the mailbag. Uh, you can always go to packyourbikes.com is the easiest way, but we would love to hear all of your thoughts. All right, you guys, closing thoughts on episode one before we bounce on out of here. Mm. Good work. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. It should be good. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to be talking to you guys again. Excited to be doing this. Um, everybody. I, I, could go for, I could go for shorter. I could go for watching these earlier uh, in the day, or having shorter uh, last chance kitchens. Twelve minutes was too long. I couldn't make oh. it go faster. I got sleepy. This is not the show's fault. Yeah, this, uh, is, this well, feels like it know. was a, like the eleven o'clock Ezra problem. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they they should only exist. They should exist earlier, right? They, they should they, they should they, shut they, themselves they, down before eleven. They did <laughs> the internet. You mean? 
All of it. The, the inter- world. <laughs> to turn off the world so that I go to sleep around time. That's I loved I it. And the fir- we, we watched the back-to-back-to-back. So we watched the like 20-minute Last Chance Kitchen intro first. And then oh, so we just had a night of Top Chef. And I thought it was great. In the very cinematic preview of the season. Oh, God. I, that I didn't care for because I was like, you guys, I just watched the web-only 20-minute pre-show show. I'm committed. You don't need to sell <laughs> me on Top Chef now. <laughs> I'm your I'm your person. We're just waiting for it to launch. They're like this year, Tanya makes it or not Tanya. Padma makes a ball joke, and these chefs are outside. I mean, it's fine. And Tom says something <laughs> inspiring. Oh yeah, Tom Very had that slowly. speech about yeah, really. <laughs> chefs become chefs because there's something inside us that just makes us want to cook. It was fine. But I think it's being hungry. That's that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> But, oh, that's pretty funny. Do you think they call it hunger in that business? Yeah, it is a hunger, yeah. The hunger for food. Uh, well. <laughs> for life. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm excited. If, if you guys have any thoughts, I want to hear everybody's prediction. I want to hear your bold predictions. That's what I want from everybody uh, in the mailbag next week. So let me know if you think as this all Joe finale is going to happen. Uh, how could it be wrong? <laughs> how, how could it be wrong? Uh, all of that, packermikes.com. And we will talk to you all then. Thanks, Ez and Sarah, for joining us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Sarah, thanks for taking your break from ice cream to come on the show. <laughs> and reheated French fries. Don't forget. Don't and forget. you're welcome. And uh, thanks, Megan. Absolutely. Host of Megan's Mailbag on mm-hmm. the same podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is Alex, and we will be back next week. Woo-hoo. Here it comes. Woo-hoo. There you go. Bye, guys. Only Bye. once, huh? Yeah, I fixed it. Well, I didn't fix it because it took a long time to start, but I got closer. Right. It, it was a different problem. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> the problems are constantly evolving. That's the theme of this show. <laughs>